Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At take five, your oil change is faster than you think. Take five, the stay in your car 10 minute oil change. This is T. Willie. I'm once again talking with Miles Johnson. How are you doing today, and what great sales do you got at Foodland this week? Oh, well, I'm doing great. This week, we have two different sales going on. We have our normal week-long sale, and we also have our three-day truckload sale. Our week-long sale includes ground beef for $3.49 a pound, seedless grapes, $2.19 a pound, sweet potatoes, $0.99 cents a pound, Milo's Gallon Tea, 3 for 10 and Coca-Cola 6-pack, uh, 3 for 10 and then in our three-day truckload sale, we have whole ribeyes, $5.99 a pound, baby back pork ribs, $3.49 a pound, beef ribs, $3.99 a pound, three-pound sweet onions, $2.99, and rice bacon, 40 ounces, $10.99. Thanks, Miles. That's amazing. Again, people need to check that out. You're located once again on West 7th Street, and you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Miles, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you next week as well. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Nervous today, Adams. You what? I'm nervous. I'm nervous right now. I'm ner- hey, how you doing, brother? I'm, ner- I'm nervous right now, man. I am nervous, Adams. You're not nervous, Tony. Yes, I am, no, brother. No, you're not. I am nervous. You're just saying that for a fact, hoping somebody might sympathize with you. I got. They're not. Wow. I got. I got family and friends behind me here. This has never happened. It's unbelievable. Are they really your family? Yeah. You got a lot. A big family, don't Joe you? Joe Sullivan and uh, the great Dr. Mike Fidanza are here today. Have they not heard you before? I will. Uh, I will get into it. We got A and M fans showing up out here. We're live at Calhoun's on the River. What are the? Well, how do the Aggies? What's their cheer? Do you know? I know th- I know their song. What is their song? Isn't it the one, uh, Goodbye, uh, let's see. Goodbye, Norma Jean. I think that was Elton no, John. No, that's one of my songs, but it's, uh, 
It's it's anti-Texas good, in there. Goodbye to Yellow Brick Road, or no? That's Elton John. Yeah, you, no. It's uh, wait, give me a minute. I'll, is it is it Goodbye by Night Ranger? Is circa '85? No, Tony. I mean, you don't need to show off your musical expertise. Nobody cares. Bino Jeff Henderson, who's fighting the good fight from parts unknown. Uh, good day to you, sir. How you doing? Good morning, Tony. Good morning. John, at this point, I couldn't be there with you today, but uh, happy you would let me join by Skype. Well, uh, someone just came by and, and wondered where you were, yes. and they were really disappointed. Uh, you have fans, uh, Bina. Were, they were really disappointed when they heard you weren't here. You have fans. And I, I told sometimes you just don't answer the bell. This is really going to be a great day out here today. We are thrilled to be here. The Marisono Phillies here. I mean, there's royalty all over the place. Chi-Town Trey's here. The Carvers are in attendance. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dignitaries in today. Tony Falls is coming by, and we're going to celebrate his birthday. You really think he's coming by? I know he's coming by. He was at the uh, Phillies game last night. He's not coming by. He was at the Phillies game last night. I don't night think he's coming by. As a guest of the great Trey Turner. And... Um, uh, Trey Turner likes those uh, hanging sliders, doesn't he? Oh, my gosh. Good gosh. Just groove it for you him. You know, people say, well, what are you going to say to the Brave fans today? Well, I'm not going to say anything because the way it works is the Braves have a better baseball team than the Phillies, but the Phillies won in the playoffs. This is kind of how this thing goes. And that's what college football is getting ready to become, John, because in postseason play, the healthiest – and hottest teams are going to win. It's not a measure of who's the best team. It's the healthiest team, the hottest team. And, uh, you know, that's I'm not going to gloat because the Braves were all beat up. At the end of the day, yeah. the Phillies should have beaten them. At the end of the day, the Braves were all beat up. Yeah, uh, you know, I was watching that game and thinking, you're right, the Braves are a better team. You build a baseball team for a 162-game schedule. Yep. You don't build a team for the playoffs. Yep. And it kind of made me yearn for the good old days when you had a National League champion and an American League champion and the two teams played in the World Series. That's right. And the best team usually won that's the right. championship. That's right. And now we've got chaos. And you think that's where college football's headed with the 12-team There's playoff? no question. There's no question. Here, here's the deal, right? Like... I'm looking, you and I were talking yesterday. If you think about college football right now, it's closed to us, that playoff system is, and it's closed to Texas A&M. Beginning next year, it's open to us. Like, we can legitimately, both fan bases and Penn State, it's closed to Penn State too right now, that playoff system. It's just, it's nearly impossible to make a 14 playoff. John, you get to that 12-team deal, and it's like the Phillies. Now you open it up. Everybody gets an opportunity. You get another tier. You get another chance. And away you go. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Bino, Jeff. Bino, you knew I wasn't going to gloat on here, didn't you, Bino? You know I'm not that kind of guy. I, I, I have a great deal of respect for that Braves team. Uh, I didn't expect any gloating at all out of you, Tony. Not until next week, anyway. That's a cheap shot, if I ever heard one. We'll get to it, though. we got a lot to talk about today. Very little time to get there. Calhoun's on the river. Let me say a word about this place because it is truly 
Um, Dr. Mike and Joe uh, said to me, they were like, and they have this, if you, when you come today, you'll see these two guys dressed in Penn State stuff from head to toe. Don't hold that against them. They come about it honestly. But they were both blown, they're blown away by how beautiful this place is. Uh, they'd never been here. They'd never seen this place. Let me say a word about Calhoun's. It is, Calhoun's on the River is the college sports restaurant in America's college sports city. That is it. There is simply no better place in the world to experience the game before, during, or after. On our all-new covered patio right on the Tennessee River, the shadows of picturesque Neyland Stadium, the next best thing to being in Neyland Stadium, Calhoun's a surprisingly easy walk from downtown Knoxville. Uh, my two guests are staying uh, right down in Market Square. They've walked down here today. Vol calls on Wednesdays featuring m my good friends, uh, Brent and Bob. And then your Tony Basilio show on Fridays featuring the likes of John Adams and Bino. Bino, I want you back here next week and getting better and get well sooner. Don't settle. During your next game day weekend, come to Calhoun's, the sports restaurant, America's college sports town, where today we celebrate being together for another college football weekend. And we celebrate what should be a great day tomorrow in Neyland Stadium and an interesting day across the board in college football. Mike Huguenin is going to join us. We're going to set the table tomorrow. John, the college card as a prelude to our next segment, what are you giving the college card uh, what grade are you giving it this weekend? Well, last week was uh, was an A, maybe an A plus, yeah. and the games turned out that way. Uh, not as good as last week. Uh, this deep in the season, though, you got to still give it a B. Off to a good start Thursday night. I don't know. If, wild. If you saw the end of that Houston West Virginia wild, game, wild man, wild. Jeez. We'll hey, come back. Mary, thank you very much. Hey, before we take a timeout, let's welcome our A&M people here today. Round of applause for our A&M people. Hey, we're going to take care of you all this afternoon. You guys are buying. We hear you have a lot of money, and you're buying. I want, want you to flash that oil money today. Show it to us as we take a brief timeout and continue with more after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey gang, Carl Wayne Meekins here. I want you guys to come out and see us live on Veterans Day, 11-11-23, 7 p.m. Guitar and Cadillac Hall that sits right on top of Puckett's in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a huge lineup for you. We've got Troy Kemp, Katrina Burgoyne, myself and my band, and then the legend Jimmy Wayne's going to come in for a few songs. Going to be a big night in Columbia, and Columbia ain't going to be the same. Okay, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com, Guitar and Cadillacs, Carl Wayne Meekins. We'll see you there. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Paisan. Ladies and germs, it's unbelievable. You bow your head when you say his name. Mike Huguenin's going to join us, and then I got a special surprise, but uh, a guy who was in 
You always carry that when you're out in public, man. Never know, brother. Especially when you're up all night. Especially when you're flying up all night. <laughs> Tony Voss was at the baseball game last night in Philly. When did you leave Philly, Tony? Well, usually oh, we sorry. wait until a guy gets a headset on. Sorry. But I'm bring, i got to bring Hughie in, too. we got to talk about the – wait, this is all on top of me now. Because Tony didn't tell me what time he was coming. Tony just kind of – Tony Tony just blows in like the wind, man. Well, we got work to do over there today. Work we got, to do. We got work a big scrimmage. Do. Big scrimmage so we can let the guys enjoy the game tomorrow. Hey, y'all, Tony Vitello, our baseball coach. Uh, a round of applause for T. Uh, Huguenin, the great Mike Huguenin, joining us as well. It's a football weekend. Hey, Hugie, grade the card for Tony Valls. Grade the card, Hugie. Oh, I think it's an A weekend. I mean, a, a phenomenal game in the Pac-12. Uh, two two co- quarterbacks who are Heisman contenders in Penix and Bo Nix. Um, I, I think last night's game was tremendous. West Virginia, Houston. Um, the, ten- the Tennessee A&M game's big. USC Notre Dame is intriguing for a, a couple of reasons. Missouri, Kentucky, both teams coming off their first loss. And as bad as the game will be, Iowa, Wisconsin, it might determine the Big Ten West championship. Um, I mean, the idea that Iowa could actually be in the Big Ten title game uh, has to have Fox executives, like, you know, on their knees praying that it doesn't happen. But, you know, Iowa plays defense. They have great special teams, and the offense is garbage. But if they beat Wisconsin, I think they're going to win the division. Hey, uh, Hughie, at the end of the day, John Adams was picking on you last week for your hating on that Durkin guy. But that Oklahoma-Texas game came right down to it, and Oklahoma went the length of the field just like you told us they would. Yeah, Oklahoma, I was surprised at how well they played. I thought that Texas's physicality would be too much for Oklahoma. It was not. But, yeah, Dylan Gabriel, um, he's a really high-level quarterback. And that's a team without a bunch of great receivers. Texas's receivers are far better than Oklahoma's, but, but Oklahoma may do. They were, I think, physically, I think they were mentally tougher than Texas. Uh, Brent Venables has them in a really good spot. And I think you, you look at the rest of the Big 12, it, it's not good. So I think Texas and Oklahoma are going to play again. Ladies and gentlemen, we're mixing our metaphors here as Mike Huguenin's with us, and I got Tony Vitalo, who was... Tony, tell the living listener where you were last night. You live a jet-set lifestyle. You're like Ric Flair, kiss-stealing, wailing, dealing. Where were you last night, Tony? I don't have any gator boots, though. Where were you last night? I was at the uh, Phillies-Braves game. Yeah. I mean... It was it was like an SEC football game. And it was wild. We, how do we get into the Phillies Braves game? How do we do that? I mean, if, how do we get there? Um, the some help from the players with some tickets and uh, flew. American Airlines had the perfect flight. We had practice yesterday till five o'clock. Uh, landed early for the first time in a long time. Taxied straight to the stadium. I I didn't have I didn't bring a toothbrush. So apologies. <laughs> I didn't bring anything except my body and got to go in the game. I was going to say something to you. I mean, that's, you're the first thing I've smelled in like uh, three weeks here with my allergies. <laughs> hey, Hughie, how do you see this A&M Tennessee game tomorrow? I think the pass rush 
is going to be a big deal. A&M leads the nation in sacks, but Tennessee doesn't give up sacks. So um, Max Johnson is not as good at quarterback for A&M as Wigman. They got some okay weapons. Denia Smith is extremely dangerous. Uh, I still don't think D.J. Durkin's a very good defensive coordinator for A&M, um, but he does have a really deep, talented, aggressive defensive line, and if the balls can protect Milton, they're in good shape. If Milton is harassed, I think A&M wins. Uh, consistent harassment. Um, I think, again, Max Johnson is not kind of Wigman. He is. He can throw the deep ball very well. They got a dangerous tight end. Actually, two dangerous tight ends uh, in, Max, in Max Wright and, and Jake Johnson, who's uh, Max Johnson's brother. Um, it, it should be a really interesting game. I think A&M already has two losses, obviously. Um, one loss in conference play. There's some grumbling about Jimbo, as you would expect. But I think it all comes down to the pass rush. How well can, can each team protect its quarterback? I, ba- I bathed in this game this week. Bathed in it, okay? I have no, no idea. John Adams, we bathed in it, man, this week. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. None. Well, I, I think it would be a, an easier game to pick if it were on a neutral site. I really think the Neyland Stadium crowd which is really different than a lot of SEC venues, despite yep. what Gary Danielson said, uh, I think that will be a huge factor. I mean, if you were playing, the point line, I think Tennessee is three-and-a-half, three-point favorite, depending on what service you look at. If this game were in, were played in College Station at Kyle, Kyle Field, I think A&M might be five-point favorite. Oh, I think A&M's got a better football team in Tennessee. Yes. they got I more material. Yeah. But... They had a better football team in Alabama last week. I mean, no, no offense to my A&M fans out here, but you people find ways to lose games. I love you. I'm for you, not against you. But, geez, Louise. I mean, how do we lose How do we lose to Alabama? I'm also going to ask you this. They were 4-12 on third down. You won the turnover battle 4-1. to one. You held them a 23-yard. I'm not trying to rub it in. You held, tw- held them a 23 yards rushing. I mean, you still lose a game? How do we do that? Jimbo Fisher, that's how. Oh. So, Tony, Co- so Tony Co- coaching counts. Tony, you're telling me coaching well, counts? Uh, the players are going to win or lose you the game, but the coaches need to put them in a position to be successful. But you're going to get up against Coach Saban. <laughs> it's it's not easy. I'm just amazed A&M fans are actually agreeing with you. I figured they're oh, going to punch you. <laughs> how do you lose? <laughs> if they stay around long enough, they might want to punch you in the nose. But for now, they're, they're well, agreeing that's, with you. That's a pretty good point. That's a pretty good point. Hey, um, Beano, jump in here with Mike Hugan. And go ahead, Beanstar. Hey, Mike, you mentioned the Pac-12, and it is, uh, it's kind of an oddity when you got a weekend when uh, USC and Notre Dame are playing when the eyes of the nation are kind of going to be on the Pac-12 because not only do they have a uh, top-10 matchup, they got a top-20 matchup as well later that evening. Yeah, UCLA-Oregon State's big. UCLA coming off a nice win. Their defense, they changed defensive coordinators. Going back to the, you got to have the players, but then you got to have the coaches put them in the right spot. And the new UCLA defensive coordinator, Deonton, Danton Lynn, came from the NFL, has made it a, a little bit more sophisticated defense, and UCLA has responded. But the Oregon-Washington game, that, that is gigantic. I think Washington 
is not only the best team in the Pac-12, but I think if they played their best, um, they they could beat Georgia. Um, Penix is exceedingly fun to watch. They have phenomenal wide receivers. Their offensive line isn't bad. Their their running game is better than it was last year. Um, defensively, they're not world beaters, but neither is Oregon. So uh, I, I think this is a fascinating game. You know, SEC fans remember Bo Nix at Auburn and how, frankly, inept he was most of the time. He goes to Oregon, and last year he sort of resurfaces as a long long shot Heisman guy. This year, I think he's definitely in the running for the Heisman. Makes plays, throwing really nice passes, extremely accurate. The, the difference is, I think, Washington's, um, they, they throw the ball down the field. And I think Tennessee fans sort of uh, might be able to, um, you know, there's a kinship, I think, between Balls fans and Washington fans because Kalen DeBoer, the Washington coach, I, I think his sort of mantra is, why throw a 10-yard pass? when I can let my quarterback throw at 50. And, man, Washington throws the ball down the field, and they have really, really good receivers. Hughie, it's going to be, give me the three games this weekend, besides Tennessee, Texas A&M, the three games this weekend that you like, my friend. Hit it. Yeah, Oregon, Washington, um, Miami, North Carolina, just for some off-field reasons, obviously, with crystal ball. And, I don't, and, and Wyoming Air Force, I think if you remember, I was on your show before the season and it said Air Force could legit, legitimately go unbeaten. Well, Air Force is sitting here unbeaten. If they beat Wyoming, they got a great shot to go unbeaten. I'd say really high-powered rushing attack as usual. And again, the Miami-North Carolina game, you, Drake May is a really high-level quarterback. They got Tez walking out, receiver. He's a gigantic weapon. And just the is can Miami rebound from what its coach did last week? Because you know, Coach Patella talked about you got to have the players and then have the coach put them in the right place. Uh, I would argue that if I'm a Miami player right now, I'm wondering, am I coached by a total meathead? Because the way Miami lost that game, it, it you know here we are almost a week later, and it remains mind blowing the way Miami lost that game. The great Mike Hugan and joining. Hey, Hugie, um, on the way out, you tell me here, what do you think happens? Tennessee, Texas A&M tomorrow. Talk to me. What do you think happens? I think Texas A&M wins. I think they are, like you pointed out, the more talented team. Uh, but I, I still think if, if Joe Milton is not harassed, Tennessee is going to win. I, you, know, you mentioned last week's A&M game. They had so many chances. Red zone opportunities that they blew, you know, penalties, um, drop passes. A&M seems to be a team that, okay, we can win this game, but we're also going to make a mistake at some point that's going to cost us out. There it is. It's almost like they expect to make stupid mistakes. Um, But I I think A&M is the better team, and it all comes down to the pass rush. But I I think A&M will get a consistent pass rush, so I think A&M will win a close game. Huguenin, they haven't won a game on the road come Sunday in two years. Two years. And you're picking yep. them. To, two years. Yep. Sort of and like, these poor people have come to a game. I love that fan base. I mean, yeah, two it's, it's, years. Yeah, it, it is sort of ridiculous. Sort of like Florida. 
that can't win away from home. And they play South Carolina tomorrow. So, um, but I think this maybe this, this is a game I think, again, I think at some point A&M has to win a road game. And I think tomorrow is the one. Hughie, you're my main man. I love you. I appreciate you like there is no other. And I thank you, my brother. You're All my right, man. Next week. Thanks, man. The great Mike Huguenin. I mean, I've got Tony Valls up against us. We've got to get some Tony Valls in here, some Tony Valls love. T, talk to me here. First of all, how does it feel, Tony, to turn 27? It, it feels great. That's the number. It's Jordan Beck's number, so i got to believe there's some good karma coming our way. And Jordan Beck's in town. you got a bunch of guys in town. A bunch huh, of the guys weekend? are in town, and uh, it's pretty cool. We've got donors, you know, that take care of those guys. Thank you. They don't get student tickets, you know, when they come back, so... People in the community help a Will Mabry or Jordan Beck. Liam Spence is back all going to the game Saturday. They're fired up. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and you know, we got a good yeah. group of those guys that work out in our weight room. And yeah. Ovens has started working out in our weight room with those guys in the mornings as well. Ovens St. Prue, the um, UFC fighter. UFC fighter. You mess with those people. You, uh, like we like to say, you, you find out. There's a saying there. Um, tell the living, give the living listener your schedule here on what you're doing, what you guys are getting ready to do across the state, and I and we appreciate you coming by. We're gonna sing happy birthday to Tony Voss. He doesn't want me to do this, but no, I want I you don't. all in full. I know he says don't. <laughs> this is birthday, and we're gonna sing happy birthday to Tony Voss today. But before we do. You've got a couple special things coming up around the state. Tell us about it. Yeah, this coming sun well, not this coming Sunday, Sunday the 22nd, I should say, in Greenville. It's a sold-out crowd, but I understand they're trying to make uh, accommodations for more people up that way. We play Virginia Tech. And then November 5th, we go over to Nashville and play against Samford. There's still tickets available in Sound Stadium where we'll be playing for the first time over there. And then after that, we'll do our Fall World Series the weekend of November 11th. I know we're on the road in football. I'm not sure where. Uh, but we're going to end up going somewhere that weekend because the stadium construction, they're moving along like crazy over there for us. So for us to truly play a game, uh, you know, we need a new spot. Tony Valls, we love you. We appreciate you. Let's sing happy birthday cake, as my grandmother used to say. To Tony Vitello, are you ready? A one, and I want this to be a paisan. I want this. I want you guys full throated now. Don't leave me hanging. A one. I'm gonna count like Lawrence Welk here. Back in the day, Tony used to watch Lawrence Welk. A one and a two and a three. Happy. Happy birthday, Tony Valls. Happy birthday to you. Tony, you hate that, but everybody loves to be loved, man. We want the love on you today. Thanks for all you do for our community. Everything you do, man, to make this a better place and for answering the bell. How much sleep did you get last night? Tell the truth. Uh, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> we were down there on the field for a while, so... Those guys were celebrating, as you saw. I was just kind of an innocent bystander. And I'm not trying to be like, um, I'm not trying to sound as off-putting as John's going to say I am, because I'm going to say something that makes John feel uncomfortable. But am I going to say something that makes you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, you already have, but All go right. ahead. Um, 
I wish I could look at one point in my life as good as you do on three hours sleep. <laughs> just at one point. Just at one point in my life. John, you knew that was coming. I mean, look at this guy on three hours sleep. Look how good looking he is, John. On three hours sleep. We, come on. You're making him uncomfortable. I, I don't know why he should come back here, Tony. I, I agree. I agree. Unless some payment is involved. Hey, T, thanks, man. Uh, must have a bad connection. T, thanks, man. Thank you for Thank you, oh, including all fans. We're all you. in this together in the SEC. Yeah, we're all in this together. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you, Tay. And by the way, Tony tells me uh, they're going to have a ton of recruits in town this weekend, all that good stuff. So if you see those kids, walk up to them and welcome them here and all that stuff, man. It all it all helps. We're all pulling together here. And he's, <laughs> he's doing the <laughs> – he told me don't say – don't say – Johnny Manziel, strike a pose. Uh, thanks, T. Love you, brother. Sid, thank you. Thank you, man. Paisan, oh, Paisan. Paisan on Paisan crime. Paisan on Paisan crime. Uh, Bino, do you get uncomfortable with the way I, and I didn't know what to do there because he showed up and we had Hughie. I didn't know how to handle that, Bino, so I hope I handled it well. Oh, you were fantastic, Tony. Uh, uh, you're, um, your handling of Tony V is uh, the only reason I'm glad I'm on Skype today. Adams? Uh, I, I don't really concur with Bino there because I had a first-hand view of this. I'm watching. You've got Bino on one phone. you got Mike Hugan on another. I don't think you heard a word that Mike Hugan had Not said. a word. And then you're talking to Tony, Tony V. the whole time. Bino's and, seen that. Yeah, and then you get me in there every now and then, and you got your childhood friends back here. You run over there to them. Joe Sullivan and Fanza, that's right. They're back here, yeah. Yeah, you're looking at Tony Vitello and then talking to Mike Hugan. I, I got seven things going on here, man. I know. It makes I mean, me, don't, you know, don't try this at home. No, it, it makes me nervous. It doesn't make you nervous. It and, makes me and, nervous. And, and Vitello last night... Bino was literally on the field in Philly. He was showing me some photos, and you've got guys running around. Um, he said uh, Bryce Harper's running around with no shirt on after the game. Uh, Trey Turner's running around with a bottle of tequila. I mean, I don't know, man. You think Tony Valls is like living the dream, guys, or what? What is the deal here? Seriously. I tell you what, it was. Go ahead, Bino. Absolutely living the best life, Tony. He's uh, Tony Beast. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He did finally find something he's failed at, though, trying to get paid for appearances on the show. You wish him a lot of luck on that, Bino. <laughs> I, I think that's one barrier he can't break. Tony. When I said that, when he said that, he got to ask John what I did to him. I gave him the stiff arm. I was like, "Get away from me, Satan." Don't you dare talk like that around me. Um, but we love him. We sung happy birthday to him. We love Tone. And Bino, Hughie thinks it could be a rough day for the Vols. Listen, John, if this game was about material, I would pick A&M. If I really thought this was a football game that came down to players tomorrow and the best team and the best lines and the best this and the best that, but I, but I don't. Uh, it, football's played with human beings. Coaches, coaching has to come into play. Intangibles, the stadium, 
There's a reason those guys can't play on the road under that head coach. There's just a reason. Yeah, it's uh, you look at the roster, and A&M clearly shouldn't be 4-2 and two at this point. That was an embarrassing second half against Miami when Miami did to its defense. Uh, even the Alabama game, I, I thought talent-wise pretty yep. close to equal. Yep. But you're playing at College Station, and you got 108,000 fans screaming on your behalf. Alabama had eight false start penalties. It will be a reversal of that tomorrow yeah. uh, for for Neyland Stadium. Uh, it's going to be hard for A&M's offense to handle that. Uh, if A&M has a, a shortcoming, it's probably in the offensive line, and that seems to be yeah. a problem uh, running throughout the SEC right now. Tennessee's offensive line is better with Cooper Mays back. It's still not anything close to being an elite offensive line. You, you know what these teams have all done very quietly? Even Tennessee. Even a guy that's offensive-minded like our head coach, they're taking their best athletes and they're putting them on defense in that sport now. That's why you're starting to see. Because really the game is about, can I get your quarterback on the ground? Can I disrupt him? Both of these teams tomorrow, Tennessee's grown some young players that have become adapted that. Can I get your quarterback disrupted? And everybody in this league now is doing that with the Rens. They have exemplary athletes at defensive end at this level now. That's what you're starting to see. Well, it may go back to the high school level as well. Yeah. Whether you got you put your best your Thanks, best Tom. big guys maybe on defense. Yep. But you know, the counterpoint to that is to me, if you've got a great offensive line, yeah. and this is true at any level, yeah. you you have a better chance of controlling the game. You can protect your quarterback. Right. You can run the ball. More importantly, you can run the ball when you have to run the ball. Right. And then you can you can eat up clock. You can keep the other team's yes. offense off the field. So I'm a big proponent of a line play. Yes. Um, and I just think you really – You've got to recruit to that. And you look at Tennessee this year, yeah. how different the O-line was with Cooper Mays returning at center. Not close. I mean, you ask so much of a center in this offense. Yep. He's making all the calls at the line of scrimmage. He's he's augmenting that fa uh, fast pace that Josh Heupel loves to play. It's just a big difference with him out there. And... Uh, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, but you go back to the, Texas, uh, the South Carolina game, Tennessee's best showing, but that kind of came down to the ineptitude of South Carolina's offensive line. They had one of the worst offensive lines I've seen. Um, and, and here's the thing, Bino. Again, I'm back to this. I can see why a guy like Hughie from 10,000 feet would pick A&M tomorrow. Like, I don't, that doesn't make me angry. Now, I'd like for him to sell for it a little bit, you know, on here, but he's going to go the Gary Danielson route. That's fine. But the truth is that I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because I do believe that they're going to get heat, even as good as our line's been playing, they're going to get heat on Joe Milton, and he has not proven that when you pressure him, he can throw the ball accurately. He just hasn't proven that. Now, Maybe he goes out tomorrow and has that game. You know, I'm open-minded to that, right? I'm open-minded. Maybe he can do it. But that would be like me getting through today's show without being obnoxious. I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen. 
No so, chance. Bino, you fingers. She said her fingers are crossed for me because those A and M people are going to end up whipping me for it. So that's what Tony said. Tony said if enough of those people show up, you're going to get whipped this afternoon. But Bean Star, do do you see where I'm going with that? And I'm going to ask the living listener: Do you think that we're going to be able to handle this game tomorrow? To navigate this game, how do you feel about? This football game, I'm asking the living listener right now, as we're live at Calhoun's on the River, we are literally uh, half a mile from that stadium where that game will be tomorrow. It is a picturesque, the leaves are turning, beautiful, incredible fall morning. I mean, we are blessed by God to be here, as sure as I'm sitting here. It is an insanely great day. Insanely beautiful here. Beautiful. And, and what a great crowd we have already. Bino, am I right to feel kind of worried about tomorrow or no? Oh, absolutely, Tony. Tomorrow's a worrisome game. I told you earlier in the week I thought that Joe Milton would have to play the best game he's played since he's been here for us to win the game. When You know, I, kn- I know they're more tested than us. They played a tougher schedule, so the numbers may lie. But if you look at the numbers, these two teams are really, really evenly matched. Uh, they match strengths and weaknesses. You know, it's the number one rushing offense against the number one rushing defense. Uh, it is uh, both teams defensively seem to live in the other team's backfield. Uh, neither one takes the ball away very much. Um, they they just they match up right down right down the row if you look. And I just think it's a mirror on the wall game for Tennessee. Uh, when the game's over tomorrow, we'll, for the first time, know exactly what football team we have. I'll tell you what, John, at the end of the day, this one, this game tomorrow, like Bino says, I mean, we've got to see, I don't want to say a different Joe Milton, but we've got to see a better Joe Milton tomorrow. We just do. Well, uh you put this game on the road, and based on how Joe Milton has played, and we saw what happened in the swamp, you put this game in College Station, I think A&M could win by double digits. Yeah, you're going to get swallowed. Yeah. yeah. And and so he's he won't have to deal with the crowd. That's one thing in his favor. But, again, Texas A&M's defensive front is strong enough, athletic enough, to really force him out of his comfort zone. His comfort zone is making those quick sideline passes, quick slants, uh, go back, set up in the pocket, get good protection, and then maybe throw the deep ball. But if you make him move, you make him move off his spot, he hasn't proved he could do that successfully. And I, he struggled in the swamp at times. Yeah. yeah. And what A&M's defensive front versus Florida, Florida's is no, no contest. Defensive line, linebackers. A&M's better across the board. So I want Bino to address the Gary Danielson thing at some point today because Bino's always been a fan of his. Hey, Gary, if you're listening, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody has a scene like the one I'm looking at here or the Tennessee River with the stadium in the background and all these incredible people at Calhoun's on the river. I'm sure this goes on everywhere, Gary, all over the conference. I'm just so sure of it. I mean, are you kidding me, Gary Danielson? Are you you got to be kidding? Just once in your life, can you be a human being? Can you sell for something? Can you act like you're glad to have your job? I mean, for once in your life. 
What a killjoy, man. Well, you know, all the stadiums are the same. They're just all the same. They're just all the all background noise. It's just all the same. It's a studio audience. What a fool. What an absolute fool. As we take a brief time out and come back on the other side, live at Calhoun's on the river after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the garbage man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. 
My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. Join the Columbia Noon Rotary Club on Saturday, November 11th for Pancake Day. This long-standing event has been serving the best pancakes in town since 1959. Eat in or carry out. Your ticket includes pancakes, sausage, and your choice of beverage. Pancake Day will be held from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Memorial Building on West 7th Street. Tickets can be purchased at the door or from any Noon Rotary member, and the cost is $10 each or 3 for $25. Children 6 and under eat free. Proceeds from Pancake Day benefit several Rotary community projects, including scholarships for local students. See you November 11th. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'll tell you this right now. Looking around here at Calhoun's on the river where we be. Tony, be back with you. I got a Machi Brooke behind me here. I'm going to put her up momentarily. Shine the light on what she does. I love these A&M people, I've decided. They, you know what? You know what? They look like nice folks, John. It's like good people, man. Well, they're they're from Texas. That counts for a lot, right there. There I, you go. I lived in South Texas for three years. I yeah. love Texas. And they seem like good, loyal folks. You know, good fans. Of course, the Aggies uh, have to deal with the fact that the Longhorns are now in the league. Are y'all Longhorn fans too? Y'all like? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's really going to be good to have that. We're getting, the SEC is getting two really good rivalries. Yes. It's getting Texas versus OU. Yes. And it's getting the Texas-Texas A&M rivalry back. Yes. That's just going to add to the, uh, to the SEC. And, you know, I was thinking about that last night when yeah. I was watching that West Virginia-Houston game. And we met with a... A West Virginia a native at lunch yeah, yesterday. That's right. And she was talking about West Virginia fandom. West Virginia belongs in the SEC. It Je- just Je- does. Well, well, Bino, you've got a West Virginia background, and, and Jennifer and John were talking, and we were breaking it down scientifically, and he looked right at her and said, you know, those folks in Morgantown belong, belong in this. They belong in this deal, and it's criminal that we we played them and either didn't make them come here or we didn't go there. We should have played a home and home with them instead of playing over in Charlotte. And really, they should be in this league, Bino. John's right. I would trade. I'll tell you this. If you put it up to a fan vote, I would trade right now. Missouri, get out of the league and give me West Virginia. Give me some color and some flavor and some hillbillies. I want some hillbillies in the league. Give me some hillbillies. Bino, what do you think? Oh, absolutely, Tony. They've got an SEC uh, passion fan base, uh, and especially from our standpoint, you know, they share our Appalachian heritage, and uh, they would be a perfect fit in, in the SEC. 
Yeah, when you set couches on fire after a game, yeah. you belong in the SEC. Well, Jennifer and John were talking. Bino, they have like a thing with their student section where they wall them off with a fence because they're so unruly. So they can't throw stuff at the other fence. I mean, it's so they can't throw stuff on the field. They've literally got them caged in. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they outdid us, Tony. We, we threw some mustard bottles on. I believe there was a time when somebody actually threw a garbage can from the upper deck in Morgantown. See, I'm for that, not against it. That that speaks to me. Do you think do you think that's why the uh, powers that be in the SEC, the chancellors, the presidents, the SEC commissioner didn't want West Virginia, even though that's what the SEC is? No, 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 no. I think it was for academic reasons. That's why we do it. I mean, give me a break. Well, let's, Jennifer told us yesterday what a great party school West Virginia is. Let, let's go to the phones. I always love when these SEC people are like, yeah, they're going to bring so much academic. I mean, come on, y'all. It's about money. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, all about money. It's all, This Missouri thing, I mean, Missouri, no offense to them, that's a worse at. Who wants to go play a football game a in minute, front of a bunch Tony, of rocks in the end zone? But, Tony, wait a minute. You got Vanderbilt in this league. Hello? Exactly. Well, I mean, and I will give Missouri fans credit. They've turned it up a notch this year. Let me. They I, have. Oh, they had about 20,000 people there last week. Let's get Craig in here, who's up next with us. Craig, welcome in. Tony. You couldn't hook, Hello, Craig. You couldn't hook Tony V up with what he asked for from you last Friday? You promised him this, and he got that you didn't deliver. Promised him what? The sausage and cheese platter. You said you would have one. Oh, well, well, wait a second. No, you don't even know the backstory. Tony is, we are delivering it to his scrimmage this afternoon, a sausage and cheese platter for the ages from our friends at Calhoun's on the River for his birthday. That's happening. Yes, sir. Well, that, that's good because otherwise I'd be very disappointed in you. Well, we deliver. Not in Tony Vaughn, but in you. Not only do we deliver, but we deliver while we're delivering. <laughs> nice. As far as the game goes tomorrow, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm concerned about it. Why wouldn't I be? I think Bino is correct. Joe Milton has to play the best game he's he's played here, at least rival the Clemson game. And I don't. He hasn't showed us yet that he's going to do that. I mean, maybe he's due to have a good game, so he's going to have one tomorrow. But that's just not who he is. Think about this, Tony. Yeah. Joe Milton starts out struggling. Yeah. A&M's ahead. Yeah. Would you bring Nico in for a series? John, don't start that. I mean, Hey, it's about winning the game. If you see this game slipping away like the Florida game. Bino, you had to go and get sick. And I have this guy down here, Bino, starting stuff, Bino. Bino. Answer the question, Bino. Would you bring Nico in, Bino? Uh, I, I, once again, I'm, I'm going to trust Hopple to know when is when with Nico. Uh, I, I think, I think if he thought that Nico gave them the best chance to win the game, he would, he would put him in. My I don't think he yes. will until that's what he thinks. My answer is yes, since he chose not to. He chose to not to not to answer. Uh, my answer is yes, I would. I do anything I can to win a game. Like I'm going sure. back to last night's Phillies game, right? The Phillies last night threw their best relief pitcher in the sixth inning. 
their second best relief pitcher in the seventh, and they burned through their well, they, they burned through their bullpen. They had the patchwork at home in the eighth and ninth with two guys, three guys that were not comfortable being out there. But the bottom line is you're watching a game, you're managing, you're coaching a game. I've got to win this game. I will do anything in my power. I'm not here to help your feelings. I'm not here to worry about your feelings. I'm not here to – I will I will put – if I think Nico belongs on that field tomorrow, he and this guy, this Milton guy, comes out tomorrow and looks half asleep, I would go to that kid. You better believe I would, John. Would you? Of course I would. I just think at this juncture, we, we're five games of the season. Go back to the preseason talk. Yeah. The coaches expressed plenty – Keep in mind, this guy came here last December. Yes. He didn't show up in uh, July. This guy's been here a year. Yeah, he's been here. He should know the offense. And the coaches all expressed great confidence in his ability to step in if case anything happened to Joe Milton. We saw Joe Milton playing with a leg brace, a knee brace, rather, against uh, South Carolina. That's right. So things do happen. And it doesn't – when you get in a game like this – you can't worry about the quarterback's ego. You can't worry about do are you second-guessing yourself. You can't worry about team chemistry. you got to try something different. When you sense that a game is going the wrong way. Especially if their pass rush is getting home and I need somebody that can get outside of a pocket. And if I know this guy's legs, that's the thing I'm concerned about with Milton tomorrow. Is and I, nobody said this, okay? I haven't heard anybody tell me this, but I saw what I saw a couple weeks ago when he was on the field. And guys can heal, okay? But when he ran the couple times that he ran, first of all, he's not a very fast guy to begin with. Well, when he, he ran, he looked addled with his knee that we know is banged up, and that would be a reason why I would not tomorrow, if if push came to shove, I would not hesitate. To go that route, if it came to that, and Craig, the caller, I'll ask you, John's question: Would you do that? Would you entertain playing Nico tomorrow, if need be? Uh, dang man, I, I don't know. Only because of what lies ahead of Tennessee. I know you're saying you have to win this game, and I understand that. But what if Nico can't call the protections that he needs to call and gets hurt in the game tomorrow because the pass rush from A and M is so good? And then what are you left with as far as a backup when we go down to Alabama and and Joe Milton is in, is in trouble or is it hurt? So I, gosh, I don't know. Like I, like Bino said, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Josh Heupel on that, uh, obviously, uh, but it's a tough spot. I just don't see him having the game that he needs to have in order for Tennessee to to, to win as comfortably as they should. I think the crowd's gonna play a big factor, but I don't I don't know that he's gonna have a Clemson-type, Orange Bowl-type game tomorrow. I, I just I don't see it. He hasn't done it yet against lesser competition. Why is he going to do it against the best? Maybe he plays better against the best. I don't know. We'll see. Thank you, my friend. Good talking to you. He's He's got a good point where if they're getting home and it's, you know, it's a rock'em, sock'em game and you throw a kid out there that weighs 190 pounds, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, that's a worthwhile point. I'll give him that. Good point, Craig. Thank you. Cody, I thought that if you go back uh, early in the season, yeah, I would be more conscious of that. You're uh, you're at the half, this will be the halfway mark Saturday, and 
you you're basically you got a two-man depth chart at quarterback right so you got to consider that in your moves but you're halfway done now i would i would be willing to take a chance particularly when you're in a crucial part of your schedule these next two games are going to be very difficult uh against texas a&m saturday and then against alabama at brian denny stadium but here's one thing when you when you talk about bringing in nico i'm not saying you have to bench joe milton for the rest yeah. of you just for a change of pace when you're playing a good defense and you need something extra Must. perhaps you could get that yeah. from nico and you say well you don't know what he'll do no you don't know what he'll do but texas a&m doesn't know what nico will do either Texas A&M has no video of any substance on what Nico. Um, oh no, I, I'm not. Stop. Don't try to pronounce his last name. They have no idea exactly what Nico's strengths and weaknesses are. They know everything Joe Milton can and can't do, and I think that just that for just one possession. Let's just see what happens if things go going well. If Joe Milton comes out there and plays yep. great, yep. And make some plays, and Tennessee's winning. No, you don't play Nico. Calhoun's on the river. Let me squeeze Brian in, who's up next with us. Brian, welcome in. Hey, everybody. John, hey, welcome in, brother. And everybody else. Good, good hey, to talk Tony, to you, Brian. Is it really? Is it really Tony V's birthday today? It is Tony Vall's birthday. It is. Yes, sir. Well, I can't believe that. At least one of us that uh, has a birthday today is good looking, and that'd be him. But. Me and him and Marie Osmond and Jerry Rice, uh, let's see, uh, Sammy Hager and Paul Simon all share the same birthday. And the great Roger. And the late great Roger. And the late great Roger. Tony Claus, wish me a, a birthday wish, would you? I'll tell you what, man, I, I, I want you to have the best birthday in the world. In fact... Would you sing a little, would you do a little John Ward for us here in honor of your I'll, birthday? I'll do a little John when I, when I get off here, but oh, I'm, okay. I've, got, I've got to hurry up because I'm on the job site. But would you rent me, Tony Claus, a win over the Aggies uh, for Tony my birthday? Claus, Tony Claus will deliver for you, yes, sir. Oh, uh, well, now I can relax. <laughs> anyway, I want everybody to. Say go big orange, and uh, here's here's John Ward, Bill Anderson for the rest of the Vol Network. We are saying so long here from Knoxville, Tennessee. After telling you the final score, Tennessee thirty-eight, the A and M Aggies twenty-one. And what's Bill Anderson say? I guess he says goodbye. Uh, all right, so let's do this. Hour two on the radio as we continue. Live on the deck here, we're at Calhoun's in the river. The place to be, the place to be. In fact, let's do a little chant. Let's show them how we do it from A&M. You ready? I said it's great. I said it's great. Ha ha. He he. Yoshi ha. What happened to you people? You people are dead. Let's try it again. One, two, three. I said it's Ha ha! He he! Yoshi ha! Yoshi he! 
It's unbelievable. We'll take a brief timeout, come back with more. Give yourselves a round of applause as we continue after this. TB back with you, 865-200-5402 if you want to get in the hunt and in the mix with us. This is a uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift free zone today. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm uh, you know. You tired of that? Well, we are playing a pregame, uh, co- uh, what do you call this, a show tomorrow. I don't know what you call it. We're playing at a tailgate, my band does. And we are going to play a Taylor Swift song, so I will say that. You love Taylor Swift as a songwriter, I love Taylor. I am so tired of the Kelsey brothers, and one of them plays for the Eagles. I'm sick of them. They need to go away. Sorry. All right, yeah. let's, go, let's go back to our – I just want to get that out there. Can we, can we get uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck at a game, an uh, NFL game? I mean, that's what this is. I, you know, I watch sports to watch sports, not to – but I love Taylor Swift. I'm a, kind of a Swifty. I'm, I, I'm Ta- really sick of the Kelseys, though. The, the Taylor Swift I loved. She bring, Taylor Swift brings something to the table. Great songwriter. Great performer. What are the Kelsey brothers? They are mid and average at best. Let's go to the phones. Travis Kelsey is an average. He's mid. Let's Are go you to the kidding phone. me? He's a Hall of Famer. Let's get our next call in. I know. Unfortunately, Tony, he's a Hall I of Famer. I mean, this is the most chaotic show I've ever been on with you. Well, look at the crowd here. It's total chaos. Well, no, but you, I, don't, I mean, you foster chaos. You're, the the I, ladies in front of me here are A&M fans, and I said, I, you know, I'm I hope not to give you a headache, and she said thank you, and I said, well, no, we're going to give you a headache, but anyway, let's go back to the phones. Here's the question. Are the Vols going to get it done tomorrow against A&M? He, here, here's the fate. Here's the fate the poor A&M fans have. They know this, right? This is their existence. If they don't win Saturday in Neyland Stadium, Sunday morning when they wake up will be the second anniversary of their last road win. I mean, that seems impossible. Yes, but that's a testament to their fan base that they make these road trips. I, I mean, there's really seriously, really. I, I mean, it's one thing to pack a hundred eight thousand seat stadium; it's another to go on the road. With that track, ra- track they're like, record. They're like the South and, Carolina of the and, West. And, no, no, they're not like South Carolina of the West. But but Jimbo Fisher should be coaching South Carolina. Yes, he should. Do you all like Jimbo Fisher? Three cheers for Jimbo. No cheers for Jimbo. No, all right, let's go to the phones. Look, these, and we'll get our next. They just, they just ghosted me. Let's get our next call in, and it's Steve. Steve, welcome in. Hello, Steve. Can you hear me? You don't have to speak up, but go ahead. Go for it, Steve. Listen, I I have a really quick West Virginia story, and then I have a question. Can I tell you my West Virginia story? Yeah, please, let me hear your West Virginia story. In the 1980s, one of my best buddies went to school there, and he's moving into his dorm. This is just speaking to what a party school it is. He's moving into Borman South which was an all-guys dorm, and across the street was Borman North, where the girls were. As you look at the street, as it goes up the street, the fraternity houses are on either side. Right next to the girls' dorm was the fraternity house. Broken out windows. It's about 11 in the morning. There's a bunch of guys on the roof wearing just boxer shorts and sunglasses, drinking beer at 11 in the morning. 
looking in as these parents are moving their daughters into the girls' dorm, and I swear they had a huge sign that said, don't worry, Mom, we'll take care of her. Wow. So that place is yeah. wide open is what you're telling me, wide open. I'm telling you, it's wide open. We need to welcome them into the SEC is what I'm telling you. Does that make sense? Are you with me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Right. Yep. Loud and clear, brother. It makes... John, does that story make does that story make sense to you so far, John? That's the best story I've never heard. I couldn't hear a word of it, Tony. I'm sorry, oh, John. Well, John, I'm just, I mean, John, don't be like Gary Danielson. No, I'm not. No, but I couldn't. Tell I the could, guy it's a good story. I John. couldn't hear him. Your oh. sound system. I couldn't hear him. Oh well, Steve, I, John, listen. It was I, beautiful. I'll, I'll write it up for you someday. Um, hey, here's my question. The, the one guy who I don't think you're talking about enough. But the coaches had all through the summer and all through the season is Keenan Peely. Any updates at all on when he can return? I, I just think the young linebackers are really athletic, but Peely just, he just seemed to know where to be and Beasley played. I don't know, he played like 30 snaps, but he had like four tackles and any chance he's coming back for Bama. John, what's the status on Peel well, as far as I, I you was, know it? Uh, I think he could play at the end of the season. We're, we're talking November at the earliest. Yeah. And, and who knows? I mean, Josh Heupel with injuries, he's the he's a quintessential mystery man. You just don't know. A guy a guy today today could be out for the season. He so. lies. I like Josh Heupel when it comes to injuries. He is a liar, liar, tongues on fire. He could be. Yeah, you could see a guy. In a wheelchair. Oh. And he could be, yep, he's day-to-day. -day. Could well, go Saturday. We'll see. You, you know, the Brew McCoy thing was so bad, they they weren't even going to pretend. But, <laughs> but otherwise, everything else is fair game. I mean, everything else, you know. You'd have to lose a lose a body part on the field Yes, for him to say, no, he can't go. But, Steve, thank you. The truth about the Vols is, and I appreciate the call, a couple of young linebackers have emerged, which has been – one of the great developments. Bino, I, I like our two young linebackers who have played well here. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a uh, testament to how well we've recruited on that side of the ball, Tony. Obviously, Peely had a lot more experience than they did, but they're coming on, uh, both of those guys, uh, and I'm glad they're getting an opportunity to play. Tony, I heard Steve's story. Uh, and the great thing about it is the guys in their boxer shorts on the roof, they probably weren't even enrolled at WVU. Hey, Beto, do you think you could synopsize Steve's story for me? Because nothing against Steve, I just couldn't hear him. So could you maybe synopsize what he said? Uh, yeah, uh, John, there were uh, about four pervs sitting on top of a of sorority house uh, with boxer shorts on, greeting uh, the girls' parents that were bringing the co-eds to school uh, to put them into that uh, sorority house. And they had a big sign that said, we'll take care of them. So that had to make the parents feel really, really good. Tony, you're pointing at me, but I don't know why. I mean, seriously, this is... This is a mayhem down here. Mayhem, Bino. Mayhem in the PM is what we've got going here, ladies and germs. It is absolutely outstanding. Don't try this at home. W. Lynn's up next with us.
on a day where we've been invaded by Texas A&M Aggies. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Let's get um, and shout out to the Dixon family behind us. Matt J and Jack, what's up? What's up? Let's get in the hunting in the mix with W. Lynn who's up next. W. Lynn, welcome in. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? Shaking lakes and rocking docks, brother. Shaking lakes and rocking docks. I want to give a shout-out to the Carver family down there. Uh, they're a, a great family, and we got to stand behind them if we got to defend the, the, the Calhouns against the A&M fans. That's right. we got to defend. John, are you the front line of defense, back line of defense, or the middle of the defense? Where are you right now, John, in the defense against the Aggie fans? I'm, I'm just trying to keep up with what you're trying to do, Tony, and it's really challenging. <laughs> what am I trying to do, John? Well, okay. You have about three people on at once. Yes. On telephones, you've got callers, you've got Bino. you got the crowd out there. You're trying to play to the crowd. Yes. And then you got people behind you, your fans, your family. I don't know who they all are. Right. But it's impossible to keep up. And I don't think people understand. I've got Jim, Jim Peters here from TLD Logistics. Thank you. Uh, so, also, I don't think a lot of people listening understand when they're talking to you, you're not always listening to them. Look at him. I mean, I talk to you on the phone, and you're talking, you're ordering fast food at a restaurant. Or you're talking to your wife, or you're buying an antique, or you, you're buying music. It's incredible. Multitasking, John. Multitasking. So, W. Lynn, what's going to happen tomorrow? In the kneeling, W. Lynn, what's going to happen? In the kneeling, we have to be the 14th man tomorrow. The 14th man, and we got to win the kicking game. But the main but, thing But is wait a second. A&M has the 10th man. What do you mean the 14th man? They have the 10th man. I thought they had something called the 12th man, so we're doing a little bit better. Oh, we're I thought they the had the 10th man. man. <laughs> I'm thinking baseball. I'm miscounting, John. We got the 14th man. We have two more men, John, than they do. Are you any good at math, Cody? But it's always, it's always bigger in Texas. So they've got 12. We have 14. We're the 14th man, W. Lynn. Tell them. If it wasn't for Davey Crockett and the Tennessee Volunteers, Texas would still be part of Mexico, and they would be speaking Spanish right now. So thanks to the Tennessee Volunteers, who had more people in the Alamo than actual Texans had. Can you believe that, Tony? W. Lynn, I love you. I appreciate you, and I thank you. You have a Dwight Gooden. Okay, I had trouble hearing him, too, but I, I know, right? I think uh, W. Lynn went back to the Alamo. We lost that one, but we rebounded nicely, and Tennessee did have a lend a huge help, huge helping hand. Uh, Tony, I got an email this week from a Tennessee fan in Houston who's really disappointed. Why am I talking to Tony? He's not even listening. He's I should be talking to the audience. He's very disappointed that you can't get a personalized Tennessee Vols license plate in Texas. You can get a Florida Gators personalized license tag in Texas. Right. You get a Georgia Bulldogs personalized license tag in Texas. But you can't you can't get a Tennessee license tag. And this is very concerning to my friend Kevin, who who's pretty well he understands 
He What's points out that there are no Florida Gators or Georgia Bulldogs. They weren't there at the Alamo. What's the deal here? Well, I got to bring it up with these no, people. No, down no, no, I've got the answer. He's done research on oh, it. Oh. You got to get 250 people have to request that. 250. Apparently, she will sign it. She'll sign. See, they'll sign. Thank you. That's the table below. Tell them they got. We got 10 signatures right here. These are good people. This below. Is, we're talking about the motor vehicle. I here. understand. She said she'll okay. sign. Okay. Well, it's My not. Gosh, it's man. not like they're passing around a notebook or something. No, to sign. it's a like a petition thing. Yeah. Well, it's a petition deal. Okay. All right. So, let me do this. Richard is up next with us. Richard, welcome in. Live in the mixing in the hunt with us. Richard, welcome in. Hello, Tony B. Hey, Richard, welcome in. Thank God we can hear you. You sound great. Yeah. Okay, so I sound great. <laughs> John Adams, how are you? I'm doing well, Richard, and so far I can actually hear you, and I couldn't say that for the last two calls. What colors. a concept. Yeah. Okay, well, I was smart enough to realize that when you're driving, you got to click it back to the phone and not try to talk to you guys through a speaker. So, but hey, um, I loud tell you clear, what, man, it, clear. It, yes, I'm. Hey, I'm excited. You know, Tony, we talked a little bit earlier in the week about you know about this game, uh, and you know, as far as you know, this game and that, what I've been hearing out of every pundit around the country, everybody predicting this game is the majority of them are picking Texas A&M because they just don't believe in Joe Milton. They don't believe that he'll be able to deliver uh, what Tennessee needs him to deliver to beat this Texas A&M. Um, front seven and um, what kind of pressure they're going to bring on him. Now, I I agree that if, if he has a, a very average game, it could be very tough to win. But going back to my point earlier in the week, when I said that the A&M offensive line really, really struggled at their own home field against Alabama and Alabama just dominated uh, that line of scrimmage, and now they're coming to a defense that has a really good defensive front as well. We're good against the pass as far as getting after the quarterback, and that offensive line ain't going to be able to hear a snap count, not going to be able to have the advantage of getting off on the actual count. I just think our defensive line is going to match their defensive line, and we're going to cause a lot of havoc um, to their quarterback, to their running game, and they're not going to have a lot of time to throw as well. So, um, it really, this game could just come down to this. Which offensive line rises to the challenge more than the other? What do you think? Richard, I know you can break it down better than most coaches can, and thanks for that analysis. Uh, I tell you what, if I'm A&M and I'm in this situation, if I'm a lot of SEC coaches on the road, I go with Max Protect more than they do. You just can't play the same game. You can't coach the same game on the road that you coach at home in the SEC. Oh, you can't at Vanderbilt when all you got to worry about are those cranes in the end zone falling on your head. But in most places, you got to worry about the crowd. John, get, why did we do that at Florida? What were we doing? We about got our quarterback like to cap. I mean, seriously. Well, but it's just a completely different game on the, on the road at most SEC venues. Yep. And it's really going to be on the atmosphere tomorrow in Neyland Stadium at 3.30. The weather's going to be just like this. It's going to be exactly – it's going to be so unbelievably hard for AM to function tomorrow offensively. 
And the Max Johnson oh, guy's been in these environments. Rich. Well, he won as a true freshman in the swamp. But their offensive line is I, not very good. I thought not. when I watched A&M's offensive line yeah. last week against Alabama, I honestly thought yeah. Texas A&M had made an NIL deal with South Carolina's five starting offensive linemen and brought him into Cal Field and say, hey, meet Max. Him. He's Max Johnson. That's our quarterback. You just Brent. ripped them. Well, I mean, they were awful. You can't rip those people. I mean, we're gonna I'm not ridding, ripping the people. <laughs> I'm ripping the offensive hey, line for the way it played against yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Hey, they had, they, had, they had offensive linemen crashing together and falling over each other. They got beat so bad. Yeah, that's and that so bowling, bowling pin yeah. uh, blocking uh, line. Oh yeah, hey. and and let's don't forget their secondary is not very good either. I'm telling you, if we just give Joe a little bit, we're going to have open receivers. Let's just see if we get it done. And I honestly, just I think we do. I think we win. I think we win the game by ten points. Thank you, Richard. Good talking to you, Beano. Yeah. Here's my thing that scares me, Beanstar. These two teams mirror each other. Both have offensive line issues. Both have kind of a touch-and-go suspect quarterbacks, depending on – like last week, they get a turnover against Alabama, and this guy gives it right – two plays later? Like, what do we do? It's time to win the game of the third quarter. They would have blown that team out. If they get down the field and score there at midfield where they got the turnover, they, they go down the field and win the game, blow that team out. Yeah, but in, fa- in fairness to uh, Max Johnson, the guy was throwing off his back foot the entire game. Once you start out doing that, and it was that way, it, it got worse as the game yes. went along. But once you start doing that, you get out of your rhythm. And yes. You forget, you forget, uh, you know, going through your progressions, all that kind of good coach speak. You're just trying to survive and get rid of the ball. I mean, he was practically throwing. As he was going backward, it was vintage Spencer Rattler in South Carolina. Hey, Bino, their secondary, our secondary. We've got young linebackers that are coming on. They've got young linebackers that are coming on. Our running game is better than their running game. Can we run the ball tomorrow, Bino, and take pressure off our quarterback, or is it Joe Joe Milton's show? If we can run the football tomorrow, Tony, we truly have a really outstanding running game. Uh, you're, you're right. It's just uh, we set off the top. Uh, the strengths match. The weaknesses match. Uh, I, I'm really, really glad uh, that this game's being played in Neyland. Yeah, that's my um, – I, I just can't believe how much these two teams mirror each other. The real edge Tennessee has – and I asked these A&M fans to clap for Jimbo Fisher, and they looked at me like I had five heads because the truth is they know – the real edge here is the home field, the coaching, and the history of the deal. It's just it's what it is. I don't know how much those things matter in college. I think I think they do matter in college football, a lot more probably than the than the pro counterpart. And we're going to find that out tomorrow. So, brief timeout. We come back upon our continuance. We need your help. All hands on deck. Plus, Bino on Gary Danielson. Who, I mean, Gary, can you join the rest of us humanoids? Can you have some flesh and blood, bro? I mean, can you, like, be one of us for once, Joan Osborne, as we take a brief time out and continue after this? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! 
This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. I mean, it's a day where it's a who's who that's showing up out here. They can have Tony Vitello, Bino. I've got my buddy here, Amachi Brook, who I love, with my friends at Amachi. Brook, tell my friends here what Amachi does and why I love you so much. Well, first off, thanks for that wonderful comparison. I mean, to oh. be compared to Tony Vitello, I mean, that's no, a big no, you're deal not, over here. No, you're, you way exceed Tony Vitello in my book. You but Amachi, Amachi Brook, talk to me here because our tailgate for the kids is right around the corner. Yes. And when I say the kids, what do I mean? What do we do at Amachi? Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, so Amachi is a mentoring program here in Knoxville that focuses on kids that have a parent or both parents in prison or jail. And we just really want to focus on mentoring, uplifting them and giving them awesome yep. opportunities in the community. Uh, I think if we were ever to give our time back to anything, a young person is who you should give it to. And they have all the potential and all the future. God so bless you. That's so, what we do. So your organization takes children who have a, one or both parents are incarcerated and people would be surprised how many youngsters have both parents that are incarcerated yeah. which i mean like you know here's the thing life is hard enough i couldn't imagine coming from that background yeah. y'all are so life-giving we've done this uh one game a year we put our arms around those kids several of whom this will be the first time they've ever gone in Neyland Stadium and the beautiful thing is our fan base makes it all happen talk to me what their role is going to be well, I'll tell you, Tony, we are the volunteers, and so I think we can show up in this way by giving just a couple of tickets to that UConn game on November 4th. You got it. It is going to make the world of difference for these young people. They get to be on a college campus. They get to see what that sea of orange is about, and they get to just share laughs with their mentors and with us. So we're just really looking forward to it, but we can't do it without the help of your listeners. They make it happen every year. So we're sitting on right now. 40 tickets. Yes, 40. We need 250. Yeah, 250 more tickets, and we've got just a few short weeks to make that happen. Tony, do you think we can do it? No. <sighs> Bino, do you think we can do it? Bino, I'm, I'm worried this year. People are not letting go of their tickets. They're not sharing with my friends at Amachi. I'm worried, Brother Bino. Should I be worried, Your Brother Bino? Fantastic. This is out of your hands. This is a God thing. You'll have every ticket that you need. Thank you, Bino. Bino, these people are they're not coming off their tickets. They're just not. Now, I want to thank my friends at Calhoun's who help us with a world-class tailgate. Uh, and, and also my friends in the Mid-State who really don't want their names mentioned, but they, they bought the tailgate for us again this year in Circle Park for these youngsters. 
world-class time. Uh, my friends at TLD Logistics who are helping us out as well this year, they're stepping up and helping us with some goodie bag stuff. Thank you to uh, Jim Peters and the gang there for helping us out. But this is what we do here. This is a total team effort. So yes. what do we need people to do? We need them to go over to my website at yes. tclub.team today, and your email is right there. Yes, and you can just transfer those tickets. We moved into a world of digital tickets this year, and we made that real easy for you guys. There's an email address set up. I'll accept those tickets on the back end, and we'll make sure a mentor and a mentee get to fill those seats. And if you guys know what it's like to be in that stadium, our kids want to know what that's like, too. So please help us make that happen. Amen to that. We are so excited. We've had so many youngsters that their first time being on the campus yes. is for this. And we just want everybody to see, hey, the possibilities out here. One moment touches lives. And, and you know, this SEC thing is so special. Like these A&M fans, these Tennessee fans, a fellowship we're all enjoying with each other. Of course, they're going down tomorrow, but they know that already. So, you know, it's like kind of is what Sorry. it is. But at the same time, your, 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 your organization's life-giving. And thanks for giving us the opportunity to serve you. The flyover. Whoa! That is incredible. That's got to be a That's good a sign. Flyover That's got to be a good sign. <laughs> I think we're getting our tickets. I think we just got 250 of them dropped on us. What in the world was that? Woo! Flyover practice just happened. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> um. If folks want more information on what you do, how do they do so? Yes, yeah, so you can just give me a call, 865-524-2774, and ask to speak to Brooke. I'd love to tell you more about mentoring. I've got 70 kids on our wait list right now waiting for a mentor, and that mentor could be you. And that could absolutely be you, and that's four hours a month to mentor a youngster. Yes, four hours a month. Brooke, anything else you'd care to add? Our game is the UConn game. We need your tickets. Please, we need your tickets to that game. To those kids, to you, it's another football game. To those kids, it is the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. I think the only thing I would add is just thank you to those that have already donated tickets. We appreciate that. We hope to see more tickets in, but we really can't make this happen without you guys. So thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Brooke. And I love you. I appreciate you. Love you, Tony. And a hearty go Vols to you. Go Vols. And give me your score prediction tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay. I think we're going to go 24-7 Tennessee. 24 to 7. These people are going to get seven points. Brooke, they loved you until you did that. Sorry. <laughs> thank you, Brooke. Amachi, Amachi Brooke, one more time. I thank you. She's such a sweetheart. I love her. I'm for her, not against her. Thank you, hon. Hey. Thank you. Keep in touch. And I love the work she does, the work they do there. I mean, look, that's what it's all about. And if we can lend our show to that, hey, more power to, uh, to all involved. I'm going to go back to our phones and get our next busy, busy phone call in, ladies and germs. And John Adams, that, that tailgate for the kids that we do literally is my favorite, favorite day of the year. Favorite day of the year. Well, I know a lot of people think you're a clown, 
Yes, I am clown. You really are. Yes. It's your very, yeah. Yes. That's who you are. But you also do a lot of good in the community. Well, I just love people, you know. I know, and that really sounds like, you know, until I got to know better, I would have thought that was an act. But you really do care about people. Yeah, I just thought it was your radio stick. No. Uh, yeah, you really do. That's, I didn't realize that at first. Well, like, for instance, right, Joe O'Sullivan back here taught, teaches at my high school that I went to in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania. And I got Dr. Mike Fidanzi back here with me. These two guys, they look about totally out of place here. No offense to them. Although, I love your shirt, man, the Jed thing. He's got a dog named Jed. After the uh, the Grateful Dead tune, Tennessee Jed, and he's got a Tennessee Jed shirt made especially for his dog. He has a young man here that went to my high school, and I told this guy, I said, I'm going to interlink you with some people in our community. And the great Jim Peters said, I'll take that young man under wings. This guy right here said that. I'll take him under wings. That's what he said. The great Jim Peters said, that's what we do, though, really. I mean... To me, well, you know this. You do this, too. When you get an opportunity to impact people, you do it. I don't do it as much as you do, Tony. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I want to give a special shout-out to one individual here today who I call Jeff Granham, the king of salmon. That man right there, you are responsible for the greatest tasting fish in the world, my friend. Give a round of applause to Jeff Granham, the king of salmon, ladies and gentlemen. Cody, he invented salmon? It's something like that. Oh, okay. Your stuff is, dude, that's incredible. Off Off the coast of Alaska, I bow my head to you, sir. He invented salmon. Bow thy head when you say thy name. Jeff Granham, the king of salmon. Thank you, Jeff, for being here today. 865-200-5402, the number. If you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us. Beanstar, before we go back to the busy phones, and I'm trying to see who's, uh, who's up next with us. Beanstar, um, what's in the noon window tomorrow that I'm looking forward to as kind of the appetizer to our deal? Have you looked at it? Uh, Tony, never ask a question that you don't. Uh... <laughs> let's no, go back I have to not our. Looked at the noon window. All right, let's go I back to our phones. Wait. I got to pull the schedule up for tomorrow. Did Beto check out on you, Tony? And that is really appropriate. No, he did not check out. It's just that I didn't ask him because we're not sitting next to each other. He's usually my. Um, what would you call it, Beto? Like details guy? What would we? What would we refer to that as? Because I'm not prepared. Uh, a fact checker, well, maybe? Well, I'm up here playing around with McConkie and Peters, and I got Philly over here and Fidanza. You know, I'm just not paying attention. No, you never I'm did. I'm shouting out Jeff Grant. Let's get Ryan in here. Ryan's up next with us. Ryan, welcome in. Hey, Charlie. This is Brian and uh, Rich Virginia. Hey, Brian. Welcome in, Brian. Hey, this is, uh, I guess, the story for John. A uh, similar story about the uh, vanity plate in the state of Virginia. Vanity plates in the state of Virginia, John. Here we go. So, so we lived here, I lived here a pretty long time now after graduating from UC um, and signed up for it and never heard anything. The years go by. 
I start seeing, you know, Bama plates showing up, Florida plates showing up, uh, you know, it makes me growl. But uh, keep going. Finally, I pull up behind the car, and I see the Friends of Tibet plate, and I'm like, I lost it. We're, we're getting our vanity plates. So we contacted the uh, uh, local alumni chapter and got it going. And we had signed it. it was, uh, our list was 300. But that, I mean, that took over a decade. Uh, <laughs> it's doable, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, John, what's the, John, what's the deal with the vanity plates? What are we, what are we, what are we, the conclusion? We, Texas doesn't like us. Virginia doesn't like us. What's the deal here, man? <laughs> no, I think it's just not knowing how to go about getting vanity plates in another state. It's, it's technicalities. It's bureaucracy. I don't think it's meant as an insult against Tennessee, Tony. What would my vanity plate say, John? What would your... Yeah, you're a columnist. What would my... Bino and John. I'm going to go to John then Bino. What would my vanity oh, plate say? Oh, that's easy. Not listening. Uh, Bino, what would my vanity plate say? Uh, Tony, I... I don't believe you would have a vanity plate, Tony. Uh, Thank you, Bino. Would, uh, but if I can... knock off of some kind. <laughs> knock off? That's pathetic. That's a shot right there. Oh, we love you guys. It's two different things. Uh, let's call it a specialty plate. The one where they, they actually specialty. do the uh, Tennessee logo and all like that. A vanity plate we did have. And so my lovely wife, we got one and just said mom ball once the kids came. And so what happens in the game tomorrow, game. Ryan? Hey, Ryan, what happens in the game tomorrow? Talk to me. Uh, I know it's close. I know what Yugi uh, said and all like that. But I'm going to lean toward we've got a coaching staff with an open date that knows how to uh, scheme up what we're going to need to get by. So. Thank you, Ryan. I, I, I feel you. Yep, I feel your pain there. Tony, what? Hypo on an off week. I'm not going to bet against the guy. Let me throw some questions that you and Bino that Orange Throat had for me. All right? A moment of seriousness here. Orange Throat asked some interesting questions today in the blog, and I would like you and Bino to, and Bino, I'll throw the first one at you. Will okay. Joe Milton... Try to run it some tomorrow in a designed way. Bino the Great, what you say? Uh, I believe if Joe Milton's knee is sound enough, he will run the football a little tomorrow. Yeah, I, I excuse me, Bino. I, I agree. I think you're going to see, I think you could see a couple, a of, couple of zone reads, uh, maybe to help slow down that pass rush. So I would expect to see that. Uh, obviously, all bets are off if his knees bother him, but that's a completely different issue. Kenny, and that's the thing that's going to be really interesting because John's got a really good point, Bino. If we see early in that game he's got a knee brace on and he can't move, they're going to go after him like a bunch of rabid dogs after some steak. I mean, that's what they're going to do. And who would blame them? I mean, they're going to attack it the way uh, – the way these TLD logistics guys are attacking their food back. These guys act like they haven't eaten before, like it's their last meal. I mean, what are we doing? 
Um, okay, so moving along. Samson. What is Samson's role in the game plan tomorrow? Does he get an expanded role, or is he in witness protection once again? I'll start with you, Bino. I think he's going to be in an expanded role, Tony, because I think we're going to see him split out some tomorrow uh, to make up for the, the loss of uh, Drew, uh, Brew. I, I agree, and I think you have an ex. Uh, Josh Heupel is in his offensive staff have had an extra week to prepare for this. And that's the best time during the season, obviously, to put in a couple of different wrinkles. I think against Texas A&M's defense, Tennessee can't be status quo. I think it needs to do some things differently. And also, as you bring up with Brew McCoy out, they've got to find a way to make up for that. I think Brew McCoy uh, commanded uh, more attention, perhaps, than the other receivers do. So, uh, need a big game, I think, from Squirrel White and, and Dylan Sampson, too. So, are they going to, like, John, they have to figure out a way to get some of these dynamic guys involved tomorrow, right? Well, also, also to keep up with Texas A&M, uh, one thing Texas A&M has going for it are playmakers. Anaya Smith... Uh, Evan Stewart, two of the best playmakers in the SEC. Unfortunately for Texas A&M, it couldn't get those guys the ball enough. Credit a and uh, credit Alabama's defense for part of that, but that's a challenge for Tennessee. But somehow Tennessee's going to need to match this. If if the pass rushers are under duress for the the greater part of this game, if you struggle to run the ball. You're going to need some big plays, and maybe the big play will come on special teams, D. Williams, punt returns, but A&M has an edge when it comes to playmakers. Make no mistake about it. uh, They do have an edge when it comes to playmakers. I don't know how they lost Alabama. I mean, I'm just sitting there going, turnover, 4-1. to I hold you to 23 yards rushing. Uh, You commit. 14 false star penalties. Well, 99 yards. I mean, what are we doing? Well, one thing, and I credit Alabama with this, that's the best game Jalen Milrow has played at quarterback. That's by far his most complete game. Chuck and duck. That's all he's doing? No, no. He hit inter- Chuck and duck. He hit intermediate passes. He got lucky. And he hasn't done that. I, I don't know about that. He got lucky. And I think he, Alabama's complimented what he can do well. I have a much higher opinion of Alabama going forward. Alabama makes me want to go out in that parking lot and hurl. They're going to take a 9-3 and football team and go 11-1, and and they should never have gotten out of there with a win last week. They played down. They played poorly, and somehow they won the game. I mean, it's incredible. I thought they played pretty well, Tony, but we'll just agree John, to John, they this committed 100 were, yards in penalty. Tony, John, were, when you were watching the game. John, they committed 13 okay. star penalties. Okay. How many were you when you were watching that game? Were you also doing something on your computer? No, I was playing were guitar. you were you talking to somebody on the playing phone? Guitar, playing were, guitar. were you ordering a pizza? I don't know I how think, invested you were in that game. I think John's triggered by me. Um, Bino, do you think I've had that effect on Bino? Am I getting ready to make Adams cuss on the air, Bino? Uh, no, I think John will refrain from that, but uh, he'll want to. He'll <laughs> Calhoun's on the river, ladies and germs. Let me tell you this. The scenery here 
is amazing. This place is absolutely beautiful. This is the college sports restaurant in America's college sports city. And there is no better place to experience the game. We're on a Friday, and it feels like game day out here. Y'all have done that. Y'all have made us feel like, and we want to welcome our Texas A&M fans here. Round of applause for our A&M fans. And we want to welcome our Tennessee fans here. And let's show them how we do it. Are y'all ready? I said it's great. Ha-ha. Hee-hee. Yoshi-ha. Yoshi-hee. And there goes another flyover. Y'all are in big trouble. A&M's in big trouble. Hey, when you do that and we have a flyover, you can forget about it. Y'all might as well sell your tickets. That was organic right there. That was crazy. Huh? <laughs> Gosh. No, be no better place to experience the game. Look, you come before, during, or after the game. I mean, they're doing flyovers right now over us right now. That's how fired up this place is. John, that's a second. John, that's our second flyover. I know it is. And, Tony, sometimes when I'm, I'm talking to you yeah. on the phone, I think a flyover is just, a flyover is just occurred. It's like so. So this it disappears. The conversation right, okay. there's, there's a reason why I had your mic off. Okay, so come before the game, during the game, or after the game on our all-new covered patio, right on your picturesque Tennessee River. It is beautiful here. Surprisingly easy walk from downtown Knoxville. Vol calls Wednesdays. Your Basilio show Fridays. For your next game day weekend, do not settle. Come to Calhoun's, the sports restaurant in America's college sports city. The taste of Tennessee. Now we're going to go back to our phones without further ado and get our next call in. Let me ask one more question before we do, though. Go ahead, Bino. Uh, Tony, I'm, uh, um, I want to throw a couple things out and see if you, I can be forgiven for not knowing much about the noon slate. Uh, CBS's noon game is Georgia at Vandy. And Fox's noon game is Indiana at Michigan. Wait a second. Georgia at Vanderbilt is a nationally televised football game, John? Uh, yeah, they want to. Yeah, I think they want to show the world what the construction going on at Vanderbilt Stadium to let people know yes. that that program is on the rise. Well, I talked to somebody in construction, and they told me part of their renovations down there of improving their stadium is adding six exits for their I, fan base. I tell you what, if I'm Kirby Smart, oh, man. bringing my team in there, yeah. uh, a natural championship contender, yep. I've got all those guys wearing their helmets when they get off the bus because I don't want something falling from one of those cranes at Vanderbilt Stadium. Do you want a sneaky line, John? I'm going to tell you this. That game's 31 tomorrow. Yeah. I would take Vanderbilt to cover that spread tomorrow. And here's why. Georgia plays down to everybody. They are, this is a perfect spot for them to go to sleep tomorrow and win by a couple touchdowns. That's what they do, John. Bino, yes or no? Yes or no, Beanstar? Yes. I, I never, ever take Vanderbilt. I know, but my... My winners and losers, guys, we're doing that live tonight, by the way, at 7 o'clock. One of them sent their picks in, and they're taking 
They're taking Vanderbilt. In fact, two of them are taking Vanderbilt. Okay, well, I'm taking Georgia. That was my pick of the week on, on our SEC podcast. I'm taking Georgia. First of all, Vanderbilt's not going to score. So now you ask yourself, can Georgia score 32 points against Vanderbilt's defense? I can round up 11 people right here and score 32 points on Vanderbilt's defense. The problem with Georgia, though, is they only play when they're interested in playing. That's the deal. Listen, they got Kentucky's full attention last week, and that's kind of what went on there. Um, To the callers on hold, stay there, because we're going to do a TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. In the meantime, I want to thank my friends at Calhoun. This is T. Willie. I'm once again talking with Miles Johnson. How are you doing today, and what great sales do you got at Foodland this week? Oh, well, I'm doing great. This week, we have two different sales going on. We have our normal week-long sale, and we also have our three-day truckload sale. Our week-long sale includes ground beef for $3.49 a pound, seedless grapes, $2.19 a pound, sweet potatoes, $0.99 cents a pound, Milo's Guarantee, 3 for 10, and Coca-Cola six-pack, uh, 3 for 10. And then in our three-day truckload sale, we have whole ribeyes, $5.99 a pound, baby back pork ribs, $3.49 a pound, beef ribs, $3.99 a pound, three-pound sweet onions, $2.99, and rice bacon, 40 ounces, $10.99. Thanks, Miles. That's amazing. Again, people need to check that out. You're located once again on West 7th Street, and you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Miles, thanks as always, and we'll talk to you next week as well. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. Join the Columbia Noon Rotary Club on Saturday, November 11th for Pancake Day. This long-standing event has been serving the best pancakes in town since 1959. Eat in or carry out, your ticket includes pancakes, sausage, and your choice of beverage. Pancake Day will be held from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Memorial Building on West 7th Street. Tickets can be purchased at the door or from any Noon Rotary member, and the cost is $10 each or 3 for $25. Children 6 and under eat free. Proceeds from Pancake Day benefit several Rotary community projects, including scholarships for local students. See you November 11th. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey gang, Carl Wayne Meekins here. I want you guys to come out and see us live on Veterans Day, 11, 11, 23, 7 p.m. Guitar and Cadillac Hall that sits right on top of Puckett's in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a huge lineup for you. We've got Troy Kemp, Katrina Burgoyne, myself and my band, and then the legend Jimmy Wayne's going to come in for a few songs. Going to be a big night in Columbia, and Columbia ain't going to be the same. Okay, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com, the Guitar and Cadillacs, Carl Wayne Meekins. We'll see you there. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. 
We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.